Today on Writers Get Animated, we ask John August to not sue us because we're giving him free advertising for the Writer Emergency Pack. What is that? And why does Superman care about Jimmy Olsen? And why should you care about Jimmy Olsen? I know I'm really shoehorning this in now. Stay tuned! Good day and welcome to Writers Get Animated, a podcast about cartoons and things that are interesting to people who like cartoons. And maybe writers. And maybe writers. Possibly. I'm Chris Leva. <laughs> and I'm Mackenzie Worrell. Um, since um, th we're talking today about what happens and what tools you have to help you when good shows go bad or you have a great idea and it just it's not working for some reason mm -hmm. and to do this we're enlisting the help the surrogate help of john august with the writer emergency pack and i'm looking at the pack as if you all can see it now we do own a pack we do own a pack this is my personal pack that has helped me um, on several of my plays um, i have written an amazon a review of the writer emergency pack. Okay, okay, stop sucking up. I'm not trying to suck up, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is not something that I take lightly. We're not doing this to try to get noticed by John August, is what I'm trying to say. We're not doing this solely to be <laughs> noticed by John August. So, who is John August? What is the writer emergency pack? And what does it have to do with Superman? Well, today, we're going to be talking about Two of those questions. Two of those questions. <laughs> One of them is the uh, writer emergency pack. So this is a pack of cards um, that you can use that have helpful prompts and questions to help you out of a moment of being stuck. So uh, if you go to writeremergency.com, you can check it out. It was created by John August, screenwriter of Big Fish, and many other cool things, um, and co-host of the podcast Script Notes, lowercase n, don't camel case it. Um, and he also does the quote-unquote apps team. With, um, it, the Writer Emergency Pack started in 2014. So the quote is, um, when your story gets stuck, Writer Emergency Pack has the tools you need. Fix plot holes, spice up stock characters, rethink your themes. And so... Writer Emergency Pack gives you the questions that lead to great answers. So what tools do we have as writers and as animators, because I'm sure that some of our listeners are animators or animation people, to fix these stories to help us out? My favorite tool is the monkey wrench. Is that your nickname for me? No. Oh. No. Okay. I was. My nickname for you is Christopher. That's true. <laughs> it's a great nickname because... Only three people in the world call it call me that. So. All my nicknames are longer versions of people's names. Which is why I call you Mackenzie. Yes. There we are. And so does the rest of the world, as far as anyone on this podcast knows. <laughs> so <laughs> as writers, we have each other, mm -hmm. other writers who can help. Um, in the theater world, you might have dramaturgs, um, people who ask you questions and you say, this is the problem I'm having. This is what I'm trying to do. And this is where I feel like it's getting stuck. And hopefully we can ask questions of each other to help push that story through and, and get through that moment and make a good decision about that. Whether it's get rid of that altogether 
and change it or just a way to make it better, more interesting. Punch it up. So to, to put these, I don't want to say put, put it to the test, but we're going to be looking using Redder Emergency Pack with an episode of Superman the Animated Series. Um, ser um, season 3, Episode 8, Superman's Pal. And the reason we've chosen this is because Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim, the Bruce Tim, the Bruce Tim, Tim comma Bruce, shaken and stirred, um, is uh, on the commentary for the season three DVD pack, or sorry, volume three DVD pack of Superman the Animated Series. He acknowledges that Superman's Pal is one of the worst episodes of the DC animated universe, and so because the creator has acknowledged this is a bad episode, we feel okay saying bad episode. Um, right. for the re record of the internet and talking about it and how we could make it better. And it is only because <laughs> the creator has said it. We would not be doing this <laughs> um, on an episode that we considered bad because bad is a matter of taste. And, mm -hmm. But if the creator, him or herself, says, this is really bad stuff, great. That, opened the, that opens the door. Mm-hmm. So, it's free game for writers get animated. <laughs> that's right. So careful what you say about your work. Because mm -hmm. we will... We're watching. We're listening. Listening? listening? I don't know. Okay. We're, we're on the job. No. No, we're not. That keep was, keep that workshopping that catchphrase, okay. yeah. All right. I'll... So in Superman's Pal, <clears throat> we're going to do a quick recap of what happens in it. It's all about Jimmy Olsen. It's a takeoff. The title is a takeoff from the comic book series from the early days of Superman, which was a, it was a Jimmy Olsen Superman's Pal series where Superman did such things like adopt Jimmy Olsen or sell Jimmy Olsen to a different tribe of people or send him to space or kill him or do many, many things that an adoptive father should never do. <laughs> Um, but he had a, an amazing time with Jimmy Olsen. So it's, it's a bad comic book mm -hmm. in general. So that, I'll, I'll just put a red flag on that. Yeah. Go on. In this episode, Jimmy Olsen, America's favorite intern, <laughs> America's favorite perpetual intern. <laughs> Next to Peter Parker. He's not an intern. He's a freelancer. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So as things happen around the Daily Planet... Um, Angela Chent manages to crash her helicopter with no other danger happening around. And Superman comes to the rescue to help everything, and Jimmy Olsen happens to be nearby because he also works at the Daily Planet. Oh my god, he's always near danger. Maybe he's Superman. And Superman asks for him to help to get people to safety. And afterwards, Angela Chen, newscaster, why do they have TV news at the Daily Planet? I've just, this just occurred to me. I'm, I'm They're not TV sure. and print? I didn't think that it had anything to do with the Daily Planet. I th oh, maybe it doesn't. You're right. I don't think it does. I think. <clears throat> anyway, they, we're getting they, they, were, they were just watching the news at the Daily Planet, saw that there was a police chase happening, and then they all say, wait, that's near us. That's going to be easy to get that news story. Mm -hmm. And then they run out to, to get that <laughs> ah, news story. Ah, print journalism. So... Uh, so then Angela Chen interviews Jimmy Olsen and cuts down what he says to make it appear as if he and Superman are best friends and always spend time together. And Jimmy has saved Superman on multiple occasions. Which none of this is specifically untrue, but when you broadcast it to the world, that's maybe going to lead to trouble. 
And so you start with Jimmy Olsen being kind of America's favorite intern. Awkward, doesn't really get, understand life, not good with girls. And then suddenly this news story blows up and everyone wants his attention. Everyone wants a piece of Jimmy. But he's not into it ever. No. He gets the, the new female intern's attention and they go on a date. There are some thugs, they rough him up, Superman comes, great time. Which proves that Superman is partial to Jimmy, mm -hmm. or supposedly proves that. When there's other dangers in the world happening, he's always happy to make sure Jimmy doesn't get punched in the face by a street ruffian. Yes. <laughs> Close call there, Jim. Good job. Uh, new intern, who is Tina? Question mark? I believe it's Tina. Tina. Yeah. So Tina decides to help Jimmy get away from all the news and take him to a friend in the junkyard. Um, so they get to the junkyard and, oh no, it's Superman's enemy Metallo, who's built as a kryptonite robot <laughs> cyborg person, who Tina is in love with? Yes. Question mark? Even though they established in a previous episode, Metallo can't feel anything. Well, and they have an awkward cyborg human kiss. Yeah. How does Metallo know where his lips are for that? I don't understand. Sidetracked. Um, not the question we should be asking. Not the question. Not the, not the important questions. Um, so Metallo and Tina put Jimmy in a car compactor um, to get Superman's attention. So Superman comes up and is caught unawares by Metallo. So he doesn't have any kind of protective shielding. And then Metallo and him fight with Kryptonite involved. And then Jimmy saves the day. By throwing battery acid. At the robot. At the robot. And melting out the Kryptonite. It just pops out. Yeah. 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 And then we don't really get a resolution to Jimmy Olsen being famous as Superman's pal. But Superman does give him a magic watch that Superman invented. That emits a specific frequency that Superman can hear mm -hmm. as long as he's in the city limits. Mm -hmm. So he did, he did say that. Like, I have to be in the city somewhere, so don't, don't overuse it. Um, but, but you have to, he has to be in the city. Anywhere in the city, I can hear it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fly out from, you know, saving somebody in the Pacific Ocean to come save you, Jimmy. Just All I know, you know, that's a specific kind of piece of technology. Where are you going to go when that breaks? The Superman store? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what happens if he accidentally does it? Does he have a way to be like... Is there Superman care? <laughs> Possibly. Oh, he has to get in the first 60 days. <laughs> so that is season three, episode eight of Superman the Animated Series, Superman's Pal. And if you too are not thrilled by our dramatic recounting of what happened and why robots and people kiss, um, don't worry. You don't have to watch the episode to understand what we're going to do next with this. Right. So the um, <clears throat> you can go watch the episode. It is available if you are a member of Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. You can check it out there. You can also find it on iTunes. I watched it on Prime. Mm -hmm. um, which or by the DVD set, which I did. Or by the DVD set and hear the commentary from Bruce Timm, mm -hmm. which I'd be really interested to hear. <laughs> I was trying to refind it again. I think it's not an individual episode commentary, but it's in one of the specials on the disc. Where they talk about how it was a yeah. bad episode. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk first about the problems. I do want to talk about the problems. <laughs> um, I think this episode begins with a problem. I think the beginning is a problem. After the theme song? Because the theme song's great. 
Well, say a little bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a second about it. This is an excellent theme song. I love the theme song. Um, and in one of the commentary, I don't think on this DVD collection, but one of the collections, the creators of the show talk about how every good Superman theme song you can sing along to with just the word Superman. Okay. And that works with this one. Superman, Superman, soup, super soup, super Superman, soup, Superman. <laughs> and so it's a great theme song. It's very dramatic. It's got romance in it. And you just expect so much. It's one of my favorite cartoon theme songs. And you're set up with great expectations. And most of the series delivers on that. Yes, which is why we're talking about one episode and we're not, this isn't fix the whole series. This is, mm -hmm. let's fix a bad episode of this show. And you can literally skip show. this one and get the rest of it. I think the watch comes back maybe in an episode of Justice League or something. I would hope so, because that's a pretty big plot point <laughs> to give him a watch. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah. It's a one-time thing. Um, so I like the theme song, but yeah, the otherwise the episode, go on, what's your first problem with it? Okay, my first problem is the, the very <clears throat> opening scene. We begin with a close-up shot of jangly bracelets and a really short skirt mm -hmm. um, as we meet Tina, the intern, and we see her interact with Lois Lane slightly, just talk about how loud her metal bracelets are as some sort of vague foreshadowing that she likes metal, so mm -hmm. to speak. And I think that's a line. I just like metal. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what is this about? Why do we need this line? And when I found out why we needed the line, I became angrier. <laughs> um, but we get to see Jimmy Olsen staring fondly at Tina, the intern, and Lois Lane. Um, and that sets up this problem of Jimmy's bad with women. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the core problem that we're setting up for Jimmy Olsen. All Jimmy wants to do is date this person. And Clark Kent, mad about town, comes up and says, Hey, have you asked her out yet, Jimmy? And yeah, why are we taking advice from Clark Kent? Clark Kent is notoriously bad at this. Yeah, he's awful at it. That's a, he's Clark Kent. Oh, Jimmy. So we get Clark Kent offering his, his advice, like, why don't you go ask her out? This is some great acting on the part of um, Clark Kent slash Superman. Superman's really, like, going full out Clark Kent on this, like, you know, glasses and everything. Like, let's, I'm going to sell how down to earth I am right now by. Why don't you bring her flowers and chocolates? <laughs> exactly. And he's like, and Jimmy says, I've already asked her out once and she said no. And then I asked her out a second time and she's like, get the heck away from me, essentially. So he's been friend zoned. <laughs> Um, We're not going to use that word. <laughs> but he has, and he, rightly so, I think. <laughs> I think one of my biggest problems at the beginning is, as we learn later with the setup, Tina is trying to not lure Jimmy, but she's trying to get Lois. And yet she's sent in this mission where she's clearly the worst fit for Lois, because she's like this ditzy blonde is this painful like hands up moment like i just like metal and puts her palms in the air and this is the exact opposite of lois lane so she's not working very hard to convince lois lane i will say this i thought it was harley quinn in disguise for a moment <laughs> like that's how ditzy we were going it was like is harley quinn in this episode like i didn't i didn't know sadly no although that should be in the writer's get it 
the Raiders get animated emergency, the Raiders emergency back. <laughs> Careful there. Woo! So, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> Add Harley Quinn. <laughs> when in doubt, put in Harley Quinn. Card zero. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's the problem for me, is we start off with this small... It starts it off as a small story about Jimmy finding love, and then it erupts into this story about Jimmy, his words getting um, edited the wrong way. So he's like, I would not be comfortable saying that I'm friends with Superman or I'm Superman's pal. And then they edit it to saying, I'm Superman's pal. I'm definitely comfortable saying that. Like they, they edit it and you see the hard edit <laughs> in the mm -hmm. footage on the news. And I was just angry because it's not Jimmy's fault. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main thing. Jimmy didn't decide to call himself Superman's pal. There's no action on his own that he's taking mm -hmm. that causes anything in this episode. Mm -hmm. So he's not really risking anything. Now, if Jimmy had said, yeah, that's me, Superman's pal... Mm -hmm. That would have been one thing. That'd and, be a more interesting episode. Right. I think right there. Mm -hmm. I think that that point and the beginning, I think for me, stand to hold a little bit of what's wrong with the episode. Yeah. What else, what else is going on in, in this? Besides, if, we <laughs> if we go with the other trajectory of Jimmy trying to be good with women, yeah. there's problems in that also. Because we later, Tina grows... Grows. Tina agrees to go on a date with Jimmy, and then we don't see the bad date. They're just coming out of a restaurant later. Well, and we don't they get know if it's a bad date. We just oh, hear we that do. it's a bad date. Because it's a, one of, I think, animation's worst written lines late in this episode about that. We'll, we'll get to that. So, go ahead. <laughs> They're putting Jimmy in the trash compactor. <laughs> Metallo and Tina are there. And Tina pulls the lever. And Metallo says, like, oh, that might kill him. She goes, I know. And Metallo turns to the camera and goes, and I thought I was cold-hearted. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was... I, I, didn't, I didn't know we were in 1966 Batman all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like we were told... Jimmy says he's bad with women. We don't see him being bad with women. We just see women chasing after him in this entire episode. And then we see women mad at him for being bad at women. But we don't ever see him being bad with women. There, there's a lot of missed opportunities. Mm -hmm. I think if the um, we'd seen how bad the date was when he and Tina go on a date and they're leaving, um, then I think there would have been something. You know, then they get attacked mm -hmm. by the hooligans. But all we see is this aftermath of them talking. Mm -hmm. What did it go well? Did it not go well? I don't know. We didn't see. We and just are told later on that he's awful. <laughs> we, we never see that he's bad at this. Ever. If this episode were indeed about this, a change I would make is give Angie Chen, make her camera person be a woman. And the only reason Angie interviews Jimmy in the first place is because the camera woman wants to be close to Jimmy and suggest Jimmy as a answer and then at the end the camera woman apologizes and they go on a date that would be the arc for me hmm that's interesting if we follow if we wanted to pursue that plot there's essentially three plots in this episode we could follow yeah 
I mean, the, the hard part is, <clears throat> do we, do you give us as an audience, do we want the surprise? Is a surprise that it's, that Tina's bad? Is that meant to be the shocker? Then if that's meant to be the shocker, we need to be set up that she needs to look like the perfect thing mm-hmm. for Jimmy. Yeah. Um, I, I directed this one play once. And um, I won't say too much about it, but there was a scene where things did not go well for this woman after this date. And the whole scene before it, we projected it. And then when the payoff was there on how bad it was, it, it didn't land. But if we'd set it up as, look how perfect things are, it was absolutely idyllic. And when you take the idealized, idyllic relationship and then crash it, Moments later, the audience was in shock. Mm. They at the end of the first scene, they there were people going, "Oh, like that's so cute!" They're oh, look at them together. And then in the second scene, they're just shock, just shock, and then the act ends, and they go, "What? What? What? What just happened?" So I think there has to be something like that. The reason why it doesn't land that she's bad is we never get to see her being good. Being good, yeah. Hmm. And plus, we don't get to see her being interesting. No, no. I don't think she ever comes back either. Well, why would she? I don't know. I'm trying to think if there are other... <laughs> other problems? Other big problems. I have a bunch of sassy notes that I've written down. <laughs> Such as, give us a sassy note. Um, at the end of the episode, when Superman gives Jimmy Olsen the watch, I've written down... That thank you gift, though, dot, 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 and the super wink. Because Superman gives Jimmy Olsen a wink. Like, don't use it too much. Wink. That's true. End of episode. That's true. I think my other big structural problem is what is the villain's plot? The villain wants... Okay, let's talk <laughs> the original plot. The, the original... Metallus' original idea is to get Lois Lane... Yeah. To the junkyard. Uh-huh. So they can get Superman to the junkyard. Uh-huh. And kill Superman. Uh-huh. But only by catching Superman off guard. Right. So he doesn't have his kryptonite protective suit with him. Right. Because that, that, that'd be cool, right? Mm-hmm. But then why do you need to lure Lois Lane? Why can't you just capture Lois Lane? I don't know. Okay. They gave up on Lois Lane because... Tina couldn't convince Lois Lane to... That she was a competent journalism intern. Right. I mean, what? <laughs> then, so then we find out that Jimmy is a, a good enough surrogate because Jimmy's pretty good friends with Superman. Mm-hmm. And we prove that by having him be attacked mm-hmm. by the hooligans and Superman showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a... Metallo is... All his circuits are not functioning correctly. He's, he's a little bit damaged, I think, in terms of this plot. Maybe he's blinded by love. Uh, yeah, but let's recap our big problems before we pull our writer emergency packs out. Okay, go ahead. Bad with women is a bad plot. Yes. Or if, it, or if, if that is the plot, mm-hmm. let's follow that plot. Yeah. I think that's the problem. So, bad with women. Bad with women. Being publicly Superman's pal is never resolved. Correct. Um, 
and Metallo's plot is a question mark. It's a massive question mark. Those are three big things. Right. So here's how we these writer emergency packs work. Okay, I have the emergency procedures here. Number one, focus on the moment in your story that's causing you grief. Or us as a society grief. <laughs> um, two, draw an illustrated idea card at random. No cheating. Three, read it, then read the matching detail card. So each card has a detail card with um, questions and ideas from John August. So um, I like to do this a little bit like tarot card asks, where you're shuffling, and while you're shuffling, you're thinking of your question, and then your question goes down through the back of your mind and through down into your heart, and then into your arms, into your fingers, into the cards. And then when you feel that the question is fully in the cards, that's when you draw. And yes, John, we are available for commercials and uh, <laughs> testimonials. I'm trying to say, this is how I do it. <laughs> I know it sounds slightly crazy, but I'm a writer. And that's, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for that. Okay. So what is the question that we should be thinking about? I mean, it's, it's big. What does Jimmy want? Yeah, what does Jimmy, Jimmy want? Jimmy currently has no skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And Metallo got, has too little skin in the game. If you have skin in the game, you stay in the game. But you don't get a win unless you play in the game. You get love for it. Is this a reference? You get hate for it. But you get nothing. If you wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. That was Hamilton. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm like, this I got, is a reference to something. I got, a, I got on there. I didn't mean to get on that train. In our next episode, we use Lin-Manuel Miranda songs to solve <laughs> the problems. Of DuckTales episode. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's that strong. Um, to save DuckTales. My name is Alexander Scrooge McDuck. What is the problem that I'm thinking about? Now I'm thinking about Hamilton and Scrooge McDuck, and I'm what does Jimmy I'm tainting want? the cards. What does Jimmy want? What does, what Jimmy, does Jimmy want? want? So Say with me, audience. What, what does, does Jimmy, Jimmy want? want? What does Jimmy want? What does Jimmy want? You can't look at the cards when I'm, you're doing it. I'm not looking at the cards. <laughs> I'm feeling... What does Jimmy want? Oh, oh here it is. This is it. Jimmy won. This is the card. Okay, here we go. Card 12. Stack of needles. Too much can be worse than too little. Overwhelm your hero with more than she can handle. Hmm. Stack of needles. I'm going to hand this, the detail card to you. Okay. Card 12. I'm intrigued. So, <clears throat> stack of needles for Jimmy Olsen. More than he can handle. Or this side. Um, you start with the this side. Paragraph side. Paragraph side. The other side has questions and ideas. Whatever your hero needs, give him way too much of it. Give the detective six thousand clues. Give the sad sack forty dates. That's fitting. <laughs> That's very fitting. <laughs> I told you. I told you. It's like a tarot card. You just feel it, and it, the right one appears. 
Go on. Still reading the card. <laughs> how heroes handle success can be as illuminating as how they handle failure. Are they gracious? Vindictive? Can they make the transition from rebel to king? Irony shines a spotlight on the struggle of life. You may be dying of thirst, but with a few bad decisions, you can drown in the desert. So if we're giving Jimmy too much, well, let's just start with this. Is Jimmy the hero in this episode? I think yes. Well, if it's called Superman's pal, then yes, Jimmy, they are saying, if we're going by the intention of the writers, mm -hmm. then yes, Jimmy's the, the hero. So we're going to give Jimmy too much of something. Too much of whatever he wants. Yeah, what well, what does Jimmy want? We still have that problem. <laughs> well, read the back. Read the okay, back. Okay. What are the questions in the back? Uh, list three things the hero needs or wants. For each, what might be the consequence of getting too much? So let's start with this one. What are three things Jimmy could want? Uh, dates? Dates is always something Jimmy wants. Mm -hmm. um, um, success. Success, yes, because he's America's favorite intern. And uh, a third thing that Jimmy Olsen would want, um, maybe he, he actually does want to be friends with Superman. Mm. Maybe he wants that relationship with Superman. Okay. okay. All right. So if he gets too much of these things, if he gets too many dates, mm -hmm. I mean, he does go from zero dates to one date. So that, of course, is too many. That's an infinite rise percentage-wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does have the crowd. He does have the crowd of ladies chase after him at one point. True, but that was a throwaway joke. Yeah, but maybe instead, um, he got numbers from each of these ladies, and we have a montage of Jimmy going on bad dates. That'd be fun. And turning people away. Hmm. 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 So he gets even more dates. So there's okay. one. There's one. Success. Does Jimmy get promoted because he's Superman's pal to Lois Lane-esque position where he too can be in danger more often instead of just the intern? Right. Now maybe he's paired up with something else and able to tell a different story. Mm-hmm. Because Perry maybe starts noticing him more. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, I didn't know that you knew Superman so well. Hmm. Bring him in for a photo shoot. Yeah, come on. Let's let's try this. Let's get this. And ah, so he keeps getting money, and he's no longer an intern, but he can't fulfill all of his promises. So there's another possibility. Okay. And would... adds to, neither of those add to the villain plot. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> we have to solve Jimmy before yeah. we can solve Metallo. Um, thing three. Superman's friendship. What does too much of Superman's friendship looks like? Danger. Danger. If I just imagine if you're Superman's friend, you're in danger. Maybe because he's on the news saying he's Superman's pal. Maybe um, there is danger for him at first, and uh, several different villains come after him. And then Superman has to cart him around today like a ride along on a cop patrol. On his back? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so Jimmy has to go at all the bank robberies and everything that day. <laughs> he doesn't get any alone time, he's just spending all of his time with Superman. Because Superman has to protect him, because now he, all the villains have said that they would go after him. Mm -hmm. That'd be really interesting. And he learns that Superman's a bad friend. <laughs> he never reaches for the check at lunch. Well, where does he keep his wallet? Superman probably now has an Apple Watch with Apple Pay, so he doesn't have to be in that embarrassing situation. Here's a, here's a burger, Jimmy. <laughs> Ding. So there are three possible 
needs in avalanches of success. Um, item two. An actual stack of needles is no match for a strong magnet. What are ways your hero could handle a sudden deluge? Run and hide. Which he does in the episode. Right. From the dates. He does run and hide, but I think he needs to run and hide to something and end up in the trap being better. Mm -hmm. I think the trap has to be better. The trap has to be better? Yeah. Because the trap that he he escapes with Tina, mm -hmm. and Tina makes the decision like, "Come on, let's go hide out in this junkyard." Phil, yeah. I feel like the trap should be a little bit better in some way. I want Jimmy to go to a different city. I mean, he's just an intern. He could take an office at the uh, the Gotham branch of the Daily Planet. <laughs> Okay. And then be there, thinking none of Superman's enemies are there. He could... Superman could take him to the Fortress of Solitude. Oh, yeah. And he could be left there. And he could be left there. And he could... Wait, no, this was in the 90s. I was like, and then they could find his location. Like, he could, like, text Tina You're where putting too much technology in this. I know, but we're, he's, he's reaching out to somebody, and his reaching out to somebody helps them, helps Find Metallo. Find solitude. Right. Okay, okay. Maybe he's, he mails a letter from the... Fortress. And then three weeks later... Three weeks, three months. <laughs> it could take them a month just to pick up the letter. That's true. The mailman takes a while to get to the Fortress of Solitude. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple possibilities for running away. Okay. Better traps. Consider jealousy. How would you hear a react if other characters suddenly had their wishes fulfilled? Ooh, what if Lois Lane got to spend all of her time with Superman then? I think that already happens, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering if there's a, a Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen buddy-buddy thing. So he's actually getting his free time with Superman, but it's Clark Kent. <laughs> and Clark Kent is showing him the ropes on how to be good with women. Mm -hmm. That would be really funny. <laughs> I think that show would be interesting. Ah, so instead of... Okay. So he is spending all of his time with Superman, but he's not really... He wants to be cool like Superman in order for Superman to protect him from all the danger people out to him. He he's has... Clark Kent is spending all his time with Jimmy Olsen, and Jimmy gets annoyed by this. Yes. I think that's more interesting. That is more interesting. And then they together end up in the car with Tina. Because <gasps> that's why the date is so bad. Clark Kent is on the date with Jimmy Olsen and Tina. And he's sitting there like slurping his like milkshake. And they're just like trying to have this conversation. And like Clark Kent is just being Clark Kent there. And, and then he them. gets in the car, and then he's at the junkyard, and they don't even realize that they've captured Superman. Mm -hmm. And they're trapped in the car together, so Clark can't become Superman to rescue them because they're trapped in this car in the trash compactor. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, th there we go. Mr. Tim, what are you up to these days? See? <laughs> See? <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> I think that's I think that's more interesting. I agree. I want to see Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen. Clark Kent's pal. <laughs> exactly. 
and, and to be his real pal, then then they could give him that. Mm-hmm. So I think we've solved Jimmy with bad dates and friendship. <laughs> with bad dates and friendship, yeah. Success doesn't have to factor it. I think he's just happy being an intern. I think he really is. Because that's back when interns made money. True. True. <laughs> and they could afford to live in Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, some of these apartments... Metropolis is like... It's the Cleveland of the DC animated universe. It's not like it's that high of a living expense. Really? I thought it was more like Atlanta. There's lots of cornfields. Have you been to Atlanta? It. I have. Atlanta looks like Metropolis. Like, driving, I felt very much like I was in Metropolis. I mean, Superman was conceived by two Cleveland boys. I know, but Atlanta. And there's a lakefront. True. Or some kind of waterfront. Anyway... Anyway, Cleveland or Atlanta? Superman's a Cleveland person. Tweet to us. <laughs> hashtag Metropolis Cleveland. Hashtag Metropolis Atlanta. We can do a poll on our Facebook page. <gasps> okay, we'll do that. <laughs> Is Metropolis really Cleveland? Atlanta? Atlantis? <laughs> the lost city of Atlanta. All right. So now what do we need to fix? Um, do we want to try to fix Metallo's plot? Can we? One more card? One more card? Okay. Okay. Keeping in mind our modified Jimmy plot. We're going to work plot. with that. Okay. So, so what's our question for Metallo? What's the question? Yeah. <laughs> I can't ask you the question you just asked. Me. What's the question? So. Um, what does Metallo want? What does Metallo want? No, sorry. How does Metallo get what he wants? How does Metallo Ooh, get what he wants? That's the better question. How, How does... does Metallo get what he wants? How does Metallo... Yeah. What he wants. Okay, this is a very difficult card. Uh-oh. <clears throat> what would Indy do? <laughs> Number 20. Uh, the best hero surprised us by taking actions we never saw coming. What would Indy do? So in this case, uh, I think we're considering, since the question is about Metallo, our villain, we're think having Metallo think like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So, here. Okay, here's the description. I'm going to change the word heroes to villains. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Fair enough. Some villains surprise us by taking bold actions. They bring guns to sword fights. They chase tanks on horseback. They cut the rope bridge. Imagine the stakes are life or death. How would your villain get that memo from a locked office in the, if the building were collapsing? What would the condo co-op meeting be like if it were happening on a failing blimp? Don't let expectation box your hero, box your villain in. <laughs> there you go. Give him a whip and let him start cracking. Okay. So I think the first thing this card is telling us to do is to give Metallo a whip. Yes. Done. I don't know what this card is about. So the first question... Who are your villains, Henry, Salah, and Marion? Is this an Indiana Jones reference? That's an Indiana Jones. Okay. Who are the allies? <clears throat> so who are Metallo's allies? Brainstorm three relationships from your villain's past and how they could impact your story. Um, so Lex Luthor made a Metallo okay. in the context of this show. Right. Um... I feel like he and Parasite are buddy-buddy at some point. Okay. And then we have this new love interest, Tina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if she's going to be like Marion for Indiana Jones, she has to be definitely smarter about what she's doing. 
Ooh, I forget. I think before this, there's an episode where Metallo forgets who he is and he winds up on like an island and he becomes friends with like these little kids that he saves. I don't know how to factor it. Never mind. <laughs> well, it's good to think about that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, remember the poison dates. List four things in your villain's world that might be poisoned, literally or metaphorically. How might your villain discover it? Maybe Tina doesn't love him. Maybe Tina's after something else entirely. She's after Metallo's money. I don't know. Maybe she's after the kryptonite. I don't know. Yeah, she could be a metal collector. Not the kryptonite's really per se a metal, but maybe she just wants the kryptonite for her collection. Because <gasps> she's with Lex. Mm, okay. Lex wants the kryptonite. Lex wants the kryptonite back because it is a big chunk of kryptonite. Yeah. That stuff's expensive. So Metallo's actually getting betrayed in this whole process. I can see that happening. Hmm. So both Jimmy and Metallo get betrayed by Tina. Mm -hmm. They need to vet their girlfriends a little bit better. Maybe Tina's mercy in disguise, because there's not enough mercy on that show. Okay. Yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any other poisonings, metaphorical or literal? I don't think so. Okay. Um, other than the junkyard itself. If we still want it to be in the junkyard. Which... I think it is. Okay, we'll I don't know. junkyard. Find your Satipo. Is there an ally who can betray your villain? Yes. We, Tina. Yeah, Tina. Yeah, yeah, done. Tina, Tina card. Tina. Tina. Card Tina. number 20. We just said that. Tina. That was what we just said. Now I feel like we're in Bob's Burgers. Tina. <laughs> Everyone has a snake. What is your villain's greatest phobia? Battery acid. <laughs> what is Metallo's greatest phobia? Losing his kryptonite. Mm. I think he's afraid of being a robot forever. Okay. Which isn't talked about in this episode at all, but maybe that is, could be what, what is brought in. His fear is that no one could love him as a cyborg, and then Tina betrays him. And no one does love him. Mm -hmm. And that's what he realizes. So why does he need to kill Superman in this whole thing? It, <laughs> Uh. Maybe she wants to kill Superman. Mm. Maybe it's all Tina. Metallo's out of the game, but Tina's bringing him in for one last score. Which is killing Superman. Mm -hmm. And she helps get him back to his... Villainy. Villainy. Villainous. Not villainess. Villainous. Villainous track. Back on track. Okay. Okay. I think that's as good as we're probably going to get it. Yeah, that, I think that's a revised Superman's Pal plot. Yeah, I think that's as good as it's going to get. So thank you, John August, for your writer emergency pack. And thank you, Bruce Tim, um, for telling us what you didn't like in your, your, your show. <laughs> so giving us the opportunity um, to uh, in play, such a great play in series, the world. Yeah. Um, homework time? Next time on Writers Get Animated, we're talking about artistic direction in shows. So what that means is how does a unique art style provide something fun to play with story-wise? And your homework for this is to watch Reboot Season 2, Episode 5, Painted Windows. And Pickle and Peanut, Season 1, Episode 25, 90s Adventure Bear. 
which is exactly what it sounds like <laughs> in all the best ways. And to think about, um, also, answer our poll on Facebook, I guess. Because that'll be a thing we do. Because I want to prove Chris where, wrong. Where is Metropolis? <laughs> where is Metropolis? Or what is Metropolis modeled after? Yes. Cleveland. Hotlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Bright is good. Animated. What are you doing? I don't know. I was trying. I don't anyway, know. as always, thank you to Nigel Coutinho, our engineer. And thank you to Jacob Reed for our theme yeah. drums. Thank you to John August for Writer's, Writer Emergency Pack. Um, it's cool stuff. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Writer's Get Animated. On WG Animated? WG Animated. WG Animated. <laughs> slash WG Animated. On Tumblr at Writer's Get Animated.tumblr.com. And on Twitter with at WG Animated. That's all the things. Write us a nice review on iTunes and um, tell us what your favorite bad episode of a good series may be or point out any others that we may be able to use it'll be fun <laughs> or something like that or something like that good night everybody good night